Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, 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 what's going on, bitches, bros, bastards, and babes? This is Billy Persida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hope everyone's had a fantastical week. If you're new to the show, uh, my name is Billy Presida. I am your humble host, and this is the program where every week I chat with ladies I've hooked up with and, and lovers from my history to chat about sex, dating, sexuality, gender, and all the lovely things in between. For those of you who are, who are joining us for the first time, uh, hope you enjoy your stay. To all my usual listeners, welcome back. We're going to have a fun time, even though I am exhausted. <laughs> I've spent 18 of my last 35, 36 hours on a bus. I just got back from Pittsburgh. I like, pretty much stepped back in the door like an hour ago. I don't know why I opted. This is how much of a cheap ass I am. I could have paid probably an extra 8 or $12 for an express bus. That would have saved me like, I don't know, several hours on the bus. And instead, I opted for the cheaper option, which had me on a bus for 11 hours today from Pittsburgh to New York uh, with like four stops in between. So I'm just super tired. Thank God for the, the NFL Sunday ticket. I just watched football games on my phone all day. I have no data left for this month, but fucking I got to watch a whole bunch of football, which means nothing to probably a lot of you. But for me, it's, it was a godsend. How was my night? Um, I, I had a fantastic time in Pittsburgh. The shows were great. It was really cool. Did a couple shows, recorded a couple podcast episodes. It was a great time. Met a lot of fun, nice, friendly people. Uh, they seemed in good spirits, despite the fact uh, that it was freezing fucking cold. But God damn it, they seemed happy. I, uh, I can't believe how cheap that place is. Uh, holy fuck, my, the, today's guest, Amanda, she pays less for her entire house that she rents and lives in alone by herself, a whole house. She pays less for that whole house than I do for my, my bedroom within my apartment in Bushwick. And I was hearing that a lot. Everyone's saying, yeah, rent's really cheap out here. I guess the one catch is that you have to live in Pittsburgh. And this is the one catch, I guess. Where your public transportation's a little shoddy, taxis take forever, and you have Ben Roethlisberger running around raping people. But hey, if if, you, if, if that's what you need to do to afford a cheap place to live, then I guess that's what you got to do. Uh, the show's in Pittsburgh. Super fun. I, I did one show uh, for the Drinking Partners podcast. I have not heard it myself. Uh, I'm going to give it a listen tomorrow, but the guys on the show were really funny. Uh, they were hilarious, so I think y'all should maybe give it a listen. I assume it has to do with drinking or hanging out or something cool that I'm not privy to because uh, many would call me not cool. But <laughs> and then the other show uh, was was hosted by this musical comedy group, The Raging Vaginas, and they were vaginas who fucking raged. It was it was fun. <laughs> so I had a good time out there for the the few the little bit of time I was there. I <laughs> I was there for all of I don't know. 15 hours before I got right back on a bus. So, yeah. Um, guys, I got a lot of... Uh, 
I really appreciate all the emails and tweets I've been getting over the last week or two. Uh, many of y'all have been joining the podcast from the uh, after hearing me on the Guys We Fucked podcast, the anti-slut-shaming show. So for all of you who are from there, I'm happy uh, you, you are returning to join the Man Whore Army. Or I don't know what we're calling ourselves yet. We're still figuring it out. We being me and everyone else. <laughs> I mean, WTF has his what the fuck next. P. Holmes has his weirdos. Uh, I don't want to just call you all my whores. I don't know if I can call you the whore army. We'll figure it out. If you guys have ideas, shoot me an email. Shoot me a tweet at the Billy Persita and, and let me know what we should call this group of rabble rousers and sex positive folk. But yeah, I got a lot of emails uh, from varying topics, from uh, from criticisms of Olivia's self-definition of being submissive. Uh, someone challenged that she's more of a passive, lazy person than a true sub. <laughs> uh, to being vaguely yelled at on my issues and stance of uh, body image. I had a lot of long emails this weekend, so it was, it was fun. I always, please, I always love hearing your thoughts. Shoot me an email at manhorrorpod at gmail.com. I always read them, and I will always respond. It, it could take a while, but I always will respond to them. So keep them coming. Uh, guy, always, uh, as always, a longstanding offer is those manhorror podcast condoms you keep hearing about. Those have been popping up all over Pittsburgh now <laughs> after I got through with them. Uh, if, again, if you want your very own free Man Whore Podcast condom, FDA approved, I promise. All you got to do, really simple, you have to go to iTunes and write a review for the Man Whore Podcast. Okay? It doesn't have to be positive. It can be negative. It can be neutral. Just go ahead, leave a rating, leave a review, take a screenshot of yourself writing the review, and email it to me with your uh, mailing address, and I'll send you over a free man or podcast condom just to say thank you. And if you don't want the condom, please still leave a rating, leave a review. Uh, it helps you know other people organically find the show. It lets me know what I'm doing right or what I'm doing wrong. I always love to hear what y'all think. Now, uh, t- today's this week's guest, uh, I'm just trying to get right into it, uh, is Amanda. Amanda, I am seeing her for the first time since I was 17 years old. Uh, we've been talking, you know, sparsely here and there every few months, every a couple times a year for the last like eight years. It's crazy. Uh, you know, we kept trying to meet up and it wouldn't work out. And a lot of times there's uh, someone had a boyfriend or I, no, it was just someone had a boyfriend. I didn't. It's not like I had a girlfriend that was keeping me from it, um, or just schedules didn't work. Just you know, a lot of mis uh, a lot of mismeets. Amanda, I met. She was sixteen. I was seventeen at this like summer program, which you'll hear all about. And I don't know. She represented to me. She you know she comes in this moment in time in my life where I really changed and started gaining confidence and started seeing myself as a potential sexual person, someone people would want to get naked with. And she's just, she looks like such a nice girl. Not that she's not a nice girl, but she just, she looks like, like nice girl. She looks like a girlfriend. Like if you had to draw a girlfriend or paint, like that's what she looks like one. Like you could totally take her home to mom, but she's also, I just remember her, you know, when we spent a very brief 
time together, but she was very sweet. She was open. She was honest. She was cool and funny. Um, she had interesting hobbies, like she does cosplay. And so I guess over all these years, um, I, I've had this, I've, she's almost been up on this pedestal, I guess, in my mind, in my memory, because I always remember her as, as who she was in when we hooked up and, and not necessarily who maybe she became as a woman and, uh, becoming her own sexual being and all that jazz. And so it was really nice to, to finally meet up with her after all this time. And to, I, I gotta say, I was definitely nervous because there's always, I don't know, sometimes when you meet up with someone who you, um, kind of pined for a little bit, I, you know, I was, I was smitten with her, you know, I, I like, like I was totally, there was a very brief moment in time where she thought she might try to go to like FIT in the city. And I knew I was going to NYU. So, you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, well, if she goes to FIT and I'm at NYU, we could like maybe date or, <laughs> um, just cause that's the adorable fuck I used to be, am, whatever. So I was nervous, man, because there's a little, there's that brief moment that flashes in your brain where it's like, well, well maybe thing, well, maybe we're going to get together on this thing. <laughs> um, and then very quickly I, I came back down to reality, but yeah, it was, I definitely was nervous because I didn't know what it would be like. I remember having great chemistry with her and was curious what it would be like in person. And it was, it was fun. I, I think after I got settled down, I, I, I eased up a bit and we just had a, we had a really cool conversation, a fun talk, covered some really awesome topics of things that I think you would, a lot of you are going to relate to, uh, things about being self-conscious and coming into your own as an adult, um, oral sex, adorable stories, horror stories, uh, and, and that amazing feeling called love. So we, we, we kind of get into a lot of that stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm going to just let you guys listen in on this one. I don't think you need too much, uh, more explanation on who she is and who she was and, and who I was when she was her and is, was things is cause, because always and forever. Luther Vandross guys, uh, sit back, tune in and, uh, and listen to this week's episode with Amanda and then listen to me after Amanda. Okay. Cool. Billy's not nervous at all, so this is fine. This is cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hello, Amanda. How? Oh, hey. <laughs> it's starting. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I mean, we can also play it cool and pretend we're not even recording at all and just chat. No. Um, yeah. Well, this, hi, Billy. Hi. No, it's, uh, this feels odd for me because it's been like eight years. So. Yeah. Whenever feels... I picked you up, I was like. I think it's been almost a decade since we last saw each other. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple misstarts, uh, I feel like, along the way. A couple almost, but... Yeah, like yeah. whenever I was looking at colleges, um, mm-hmm. I w- we were trying to meet up and that didn't work out yeah. because I actually got violently ill <laughs> and uh, was begging for my mom to take us back to the hotel the entire time. So that was actually my first New York experience. Right, right. Yeah, and then... You came to Pittsburgh for a show two years ago. Yeah. And I don't know what happened there. That one, uh, I don't know. I think there's another one. I got, (laughs) there's one cheeky message that always stands out in my memory with you is that um, I think it was like you were planning on going to New York and you were like, and guess who's single? Winky face. And I was like, Amanda's back. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's true. 
Oh gosh, when was that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a while ago. It's a, just a lot of like almost, and uh, I don't know. You were one who uh, I feel like I, I kept trying to stay in touch with because um, I don't know, I was smitten. So I, uh. I was, yeah. Um, well, we 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 met like at like some weird high school high school like conference thing. Yeah, so whenever I talk about how we met, I uh, talk about... Whenever, like, it's a common topic of conversation. Well, because, so back when you asked me to do this, mm-hmm. I, I, conf- I actually asked a few of my friends. I was like, so I've been asked to do a podcast. And they're like, oh, whoa, that's really cool. What's, what's the podcast? <laughs> and I'm like, the man whore podcast. Like, kind of, like, head down. They're like, oh, like, how, how do you know this guy? And I go... Well, when I was 15 or 16, I went to a pre-college program at UCLA. I, wanna, I, was, I just want to clarify, by the way, guys, like yeah. I was also a teenager. This is not. Oh, a, yeah. This isn't anything. This creepy. wasn't last year. Yeah. No, no. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> we're, as we clarified, it's been eight, eight years since we last <laughs> saw each other. But no, I think you were 17 or something like mm-hmm. that. And I was I was 15 or 16. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, I mean, that's a great idea. Let's get a bunch of hormonal teenagers together into one space for two weeks. And let's, let's expect them to not do anything together. Let's, let's not do – they're not going to make out or – My roommate purple. was gone. Oh, purple. Oh, purple. Oh, what was that? What are the two colors again? Girls are oh. – Girls – so the camp counselors were trying to stop any kind of uh, interaction that could have been um, seen as uh, romantic. So they were like, girls are pink and boys are blue. And when you mix the two, it creates purple. And we don't want any purple happening around here. <laughs> so I remember. Like became a verb. Yeah, yeah. It was hey, a girl, want to go purple? Wanna... Yeah, hey, you want to purple with me? <laughs> Let's over. go make some purple, girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I believe, but um, yeah, no. I, mean, I remember we created the phrase uh, "purple with your lanyards on" or yeah. something like that. Or you did. Or that was like your phrase for. The I was big on week. acronyms. Yeah. I, I was seventeen and really corny and <laughs> and well, still that, very not, not awkward. Much has changed. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but but yeah. So uh, yeah, I feel like we just have always kept in contact. That's when Facebook started too. Mm-hmm. It was around that time whenever high schoolers were allowed to join it. My so. first tagged photos are from from people to people. Yeah, I was looking mm-hmm. back at those. Me, a very sweaty Billy Presida with um, a, a, a very very I can't say hot because that's creepy to refer <laughs> to your like sixteen year old self as hot, but like a, a very pretty Amanda. Amanda, yeah. So that was a uh, that's like my earliest. Facebook memories. Yeah. Weird. Very, weird world. Very strange times. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I just, this feels um, somewhat surreal. I don't normally have like weird, like last week's guest uh, or maybe two weeks ago. I don't know when this is coming out, but like Olivia, I hadn't seen her in seven weeks, but like that was someone I just never spoke to again ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was really weird. Have you ever like had people that you just always mean to try to get back? with but just it's always this weird digital thing because now we do have facebook and email and text and all that shit yeah i don't know i feel like it's much easier to meet up with people that i mean just to keep these people in your life that would otherwise disappear for example we probably would have never kept in contact if we didn't have facebook or i guess that's I mean, also you when may cell not phones have were becoming kept in contact with me i totally were. i remember <laughs> 
like I think I mean listen that, that was a weird time for me like so girls were still new for me right so I was very much like oh I would have written a letter I would have gotten stamps <laughs> I would have had the, I would have walked two miles to the post office that's what I had to do it was uh, I was very uh, overly romantic 17 year old some would argue still overly romantic um, <laughs> no it was weird I remember like making phone calls like when I was in high school, because we had like pay phones and shit. So like I couldn't, I didn't have a cell phone, but like I had a number. So every once in a while, like I would, I would give a call. I remember borrowing my mom's cell phone when she visited my campus so I could like to give Amanda people. a ring. Yeah. Aww. I didn't strange. know you didn't have a cell phone. No, no, none oh. of that. We had nothing fun at my boarding school. Oh gosh. Yeah. Cause I got my, I got my cell phone right before, I think right before people to people. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Very strange. Um, well, you came in an interesting time in, in my life um, because I was that was my changing, like defining moment was at people to people. Uh, I was like a really like awkward, self-conscious, like not at all fun, not a ladies man or boy. And uh, I showed up to people to people. And like I woke up the first morning, I looked in the mirror and I had like an aha moment where I was like, oh, I'm OK, I'm fine. And like. Like that, I was able to just go like make friends, talk to people and be fun, talk to girls like that was new. Um, like I made out with three girls on that trip. That was I doubled the amount of girls who <laughs> would kiss me on just that 10 day adventure because I was like, oh, my God, this is this is crazy. Yeah, well, it's kind of amazing how summer camp or anything like that can help change you because. I, I would do swim I would do swim camp every year and that would always be really great because I am I have always been a nerd always been on the outside I was a huge loser up until I think I got out of high school so it's like those summer camps were so important to me because it's like hey nobody knows all of like the weird stuff that I'm into mm-hmm. or like they'll find that interesting along the way but it's like you could be whoever you wanted and it was really refreshing or you didn't have to go through like the whole like, Oh yeah. You remember that time in third grade when I like, I don't know, brought Pokemon cards and everybody thought it was weird that a girl brought Pokemon cards. Thank you. But, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, that's what was always great. Yeah. I was, I always said that people to people was like the high school experience condensed into two weeks Mm -hmm. because you would start out. And I, I remember I did, I did not make out with three people. I made out with Jesus, uh, catch up. Okay. Yeah, I know. Gosh, now you're making me look bad. Rude. I thought, I know. (laughs) Gosh, I thought 16 year old Amanda had way more game than that, but she, she had some game. You had some serious game. (laughs) Well, I just remember there was one, there was one guy that was really into, but he ended up hanging out with this girl that I was like, she is not as pretty as me. And I'm like, wait, I shouldn't think about that. Like, that's bad. And then I remember there was this other guy who was really into me. And I, I think he, like, tried to kiss me whenever I was pretending to fall asleep on our way back from Disney World. That's creepy. Yeah, yeah. I was that's like, so I can't. fucking weird. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm... I am just not going to respond to this in any way. That sounds healthy. (laughs) Yes. And then... That's before women were taught, like, no, you can say no loudly and proudly. It's fine. No, it's like, (laughs) this isn't going to be discussed in schools or anything like that. So I'm like, all right. So I'm just there. What what day of sophomore year is it when you get taught uh, how to react when a boy tries to make out with you while you're sleeping on a bus (laughs) to Disneyland? (laughs) How do I get taught these life skills? I really need this. So, but... 
yeah and then and then there was you and that like all happened on the last day right mm-hmm. so. yeah that was uh that was the saddest part for me at least uh because all my other two were like weird and and not enjoyable no <laughs> and ours was like the last night my roommate though killed it my roommate this kid cody he was like like typical like lacrosse pretty boy like blonde hair but like had the wings, like the hair wings, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, <coughs> that flow, if you yeah. will. Yeah, he had yeah. that. He had the big fucking million-dollar grin. Uh, like, And he was just rocking it. Like, every night he was gone from the, the room because we were in these dorms at the UCLA campus. So he was always gone, like, up on the floor above with some chick. And I was always, like, alone in yeah, my I room. Yeah, like, I, I basically had my own. You had your own room the entire time. Yeah, the yeah. night you came over, he was out somewhere, like... <laughs> Um, and so that was, that was always fun. I, I don't know. I had some weird ones. I had one cheesy one and then I had one that was like really, really terrifying. I had, I had Disneyland when we were at Disneyland, I, uh, I was hanging out with some girls and then we were on the ride and like this one girl, Ashley, um, who has refused to come onto the program. Um, oh gosh, I think I remember the story. Please continue. <laughs> oh yes, yes. It's uh, you guys want to know like quintessential uh, Billy Presida when he was seventeen? I don't know if quintessential is the right word there, but I'm taking a gamble. All right, go for it. I, I I'll don't take know it. I'll what allow that, it. What that means? But uh, you, if you want to know me, I'm at Disneyland with a girl um, who I think's pretty. We're talking. She's flirting with me. I'm. I think she's flirting with me because no one's flirted with me before. Uh, so I don't know what that is, but we we get on to the uh, my favorite ride, the fucking all of a sudden oh uh, Splash Mountain. Oh, there you go. Splash Mountain. We're in the same like row thing, and we're up in like they go through that creepy little thing where all the puppets are like singing before the big drop, and like as we're approaching the drop, like we made out at the top of of Splash Mountain, and like for me, like I was thought like. Like, there's rockets flying in my head. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm <laughs> making it on top of Splash Mountain. Isn't that a crazy story? Um, and then years later, I would find out that I would start creating way more insane uh, stories with women than making it out at the top of Splash Mountain. But I was like, this is a good start, you know? <laughs> but the uh, – oh, and then later that night, so we, st- so we stuck around for the fireworks show. And, and, and I uh, – right, right before this, fireworks are about to start – like as they start shooting up in the air, I go like make a wish, and then we kiss, and <laughs> then I started hating myself in the future. <laughs> I remember when you told me that. That was actually whenever uh, on the last night. Why people, did I tell people, you this? I like, don't know. We were very honest with each other from the very beginning. I think we already like established this relationship <laughs> of like just sharing bizarre things that happened to us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just go, oh God, Billy, no. <laughs> But, but we still end up making out regardless. So yeah, it was fine. Okay. It was fun. <laughs> the other one was the tragic story, which I also think I told you. I'm like way too. And this is OK. So some people ask me like what I learned from some of these women on the show um, as I'm learning about myself and how I date and whatnot. One of the things I've learned is I'm an oversharer. And I think I've improved other than having a podcast where I literally share things out to whomever. Um other than that part, like, I'm getting better at not oversharing too much. And fucking, by the way, I love the way you hold a microphone. You hold it, like, just, it's very, it's very like, you're pinky, picking up <laughs> far from the face, almost like you're observing it from I've, afar. I've never actually held a mic before. You've never held a mic? No, I Come haven't. Come on, you look no. like a beat poet. You look like a girl 
<laughs> we're like, just you tried some poetry open mics. Every, oh, no, 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 no not my jam, you man. You snap, no, okay. No, no snaps, no, uh, there was a time where I smoked a copious amount of cigarettes, but that's, uh-huh. that's as far as I got into that, into okay. that world, so. <laughs> well, well, so I'm, I'm an overshare, so clearly I was, I was doing that uh, when I was 17, and uh, I've apparently improved a little bit uh, since then. I told you this story because I think I wanted to tell everyone this story. Now, part of this, I think, was that I was just so thrilled that like I had gotten fairly far with a woman um, because that didn't happen to me, you know. Um, so I was bragging about the bad stories just so I because I was like, I don't have story, I don't have good stories to brag about. Like this is really all I got, so I'm gonna throw this terrifying story out there. <laughs> I am 17 years old. Uh, some girl, they had a showing of Pirates of the Caribbean one of the nights. Oh yeah, right. I'm sitting next to some girl, and I don't even think we really spoke much. Uh, and at one point, she like put her hand on like my. Th- there was some thigh hand touching things going on, um, and and there were some fondlings. Like she she's she grabbed my, my she grabbed my person. It was, and this again new for me. I'm like, what's going on? Like, is this uh, this is crazy? Um, who knew I was going to jump in the public play so quickly in life? Long story short, we exchanged numbers. She comes back to my place later that night. And, and we're making out. And by the way, when she opened the door, a very different person. I was, the, what, light, what lighting can do to an individual. Uh, Johnny Depp's projection just makes someone look <laughs> way better than makeup ever can, I guess. Because right. <laughs> this person who opened the, I opened the door to, uh, I'm like, it's just not very... The pretty girl I, who is uh, assaulting me in a movie theater, but okay fine and then we're make, we're like we're making out clothes came off um i did this thing where i i had a sense of like equality but like in a douchebaggy way i like negotiated getting a blowjob by saying oh but like then i'll whatever they call oh, it for yeah. you i'll do that for <laughs> you too um which you guys need like a good term for that there's no pretty term or no, good it's always... ownership term for conolingus like it's yeah. muff diving's like i think the closest oh, God. and that's still a little aggressive i think yeah i think like the only thing that has ever been like can i just go down on you and i'm like oh well yeah that's appropriate and that's fine and thank you for and asking in such a yeah, polite thank manner you so kindly i guess i i have courted plenty of gentlemen in my day um, regulars, yeah, the regulars, <laughs> if you will. So, but uh, but no, um, but blowjob's not a very pretty term either. Agreed, but like I feel like I, as guys, we don't really want we don't I don't need a pretty term for what she's gonna do down there. Um, I don't even. It's know. not a very pretty act on either end, though. You know what I mean? You mean the act itself isn't pretty, or the term for it? term and the act i mean let's really? look about it yeah i mean it's like slobbery there's genitals up in your face like you're not even you just are like looking at a bunch of junk it's not it's not it's not a pretty experience uh, i don't know i i find it to be i mean when it's a pretty situation i find it to be a pretty <laughs> experience yeah the situation i was facing in my face was not a pretty experience and that's why i didn't have a pretty time yeah with this Pirates of the Caribbean person. So with the Pirates of the Caribbean person, now I actually forget the order of things. Did she go down on you first? And yeah. then, okay, so that was that like the, the negotiation. But then I had this thing where, um, and this happened with you too. Okay, so I'm, again, this is new to girls, Billy. This, like, I, this is my first, this is my second time having anyone play with that area. You know, yeah. this is, I was very nervous. Um, 
and she's going down on me, but I don't like I'm hard, but I, I get self-conscious. Like, Shouldn't I have came yet? Because I don't know what the proper time is because this hasn't happened before. So I think like five minutes passed. I was like worried and self-conscious like, oh, this is taking too long. Right. So I should stop her because that's like what a nice guy does. So I stopped her and then. I, I was, but as the fucking good guy, you all lovely listeners know me as, I laid her back and I was like, okay, let me go work my way down. And someone like phone calls her as like I'm slowly kissing my way down her um, body that, uh, not making comments, um, as I'm slowly <laughs> kissing down her body, I've been yelled at way too much about body things in the last month. Um, someone calls her like to make sure like I'm not raping her, which is weird because like, that seems to be a futile thing because if she's really enjoying herself, she's not going to pick up the phone. If I'm raping her, I'm not going to let her pick up the phone. Right. And so the fact that she answered meant that she's not really enjoying this. Um, Wait, she answered mid. She answered mid the phone as I'm like working oh my God. way down. Yeah. To be like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Um, and she said it just like that in that voice. Ugh, San Diego like, oh, girl. you are really into this. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. You are really turned on right now. Yes. <laughs> um, I get down there, and then she, like, had a... It was just, like, I don't know if she never knew what, like, a scissor was, or I, it's not like anyone has to be um, prim and proper, but it was, like, curling on top of curling. There was a lot of, like, combing through I had to yeah. do to find... Hair and teeth. Yeah, it was yeah. like, uh, yeah, I, I'm, but I don't know what it's supposed to look like because I haven't been in front of one before. So I was like, all right, here we go. Like, so this is your first cunnilingus experience. I had one when I was wasted in a basement on a New Year's Eve my sophomore year. So like, I don't remember much. I remember she was bare, okay. but I don't know if it's because we were both fifteen and she didn't really have hair yet, or oh. or she had wax. Again, I was not an experienced. I think that's when girls are starting to do yeah. that. Like the girls who are really self conscious about. Okay. About what, how to keep up with the norm. At least that's how I remember things. Yeah, how old? But, well, how old were you when you started shaving? Well, I remember I actually started shaving under my arms and legs in like fifth grade, which was right. earlier than I guess. But I was also a swimmer, so it. I was around other girls where they said that was normal, so yeah. I understood that. Uh, when I started trimming, it's actually probably around whenever I lost my virginity, which was like when I was fifteen. Okay. So. So I was instructed because Amanda could spit game at fifteen. I, I guess so, but um, but yeah, no, I was actually oh, it was a terrible guy. God, like I, I totally, God, I never thought I would say like God, I wish I saved myself. But God, that, <laughs> this guy was just a piece of trash. But right. he was he was like very. <laughs> Uh, just had a lot of comments about bodies. So he was like, oh, you should trim down there. And I was like, oh, I guess that is a thing that people do. I don't know. So that's like how that started. I was like, oh, well, yeah, that's that. It's just more comfortable for me. Right. So, okay. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Hmm. Do you, do you, if uh, am I being forward, do you currently still shave? Uh, it's not, it's not, I, I'm not asking like right now. Like, no, you know. no, 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 not like right now. Yeah. Like I, I keep it, I keep it tidy. Keep it tidy. You know, you know, a little I, heart, no. a lightning bolt. <laughs> uh, what is it called? Like, uh, Vajazzling or something Vajazzling? like that. Have yes, you heard spring. of this? Yeah. Um, the jewels. Be the jewels ju- on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Like, are we, are we Hello playing? Hello Kitty <laughs> on, is on there right now. So, <laughs> like, like stickers. Hello Kitty stickers. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. It says Konnichiwa. Um, Konnichiwa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Konnichiwa, bitches, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Konnichiwa, here's my pussy. So. <laughs> 
first pussy saying i didn't know because i don't know your sensibilities now because we haven't spoke so i was like i don't right. know do i say pussy is that gonna make her uncomfortable like i just drove eight hours that's gonna be <laughs> weird for her for someone to go eight hours to talk to her about sex so it's like all right let's hold off on the obscenities but yeah i okay. don't know i like we were talking about i uh, i i work in a bar so i uh-huh. feel like I actually have quite the sailor mouth, but I try. Oh, to, then I we try can to, like so fucking like, let loose. Good. Oh, yeah. that's awesome! Great. Like, fucking dick twat shit balls, like you know, oh. like yeah, it's cool, man. Oh, so, awesome! Yeah. Okay, I feel, you feel more at ease. I feel so much more at ease right now. <laughs> okay, I'm looser. Okay. All right. So I'm in front of this girl's hairy snatch. Uh, I'm 17. I don't understand what I'm looking at, but I go in anyway for it. Uh, and as she hangs up the phone. I get close enough that I, I notice something and I pop up. I kind of did like a dip up thing. So I went down, I'm in front God. and I went right up and I was like, uh, you're, you're bleeding down there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and she's like, what? I'm like, you're this bleeding pussy. It's, it's not the color it's supposed to be. Uh, and she's like, wait, what were you talking about? And she like runs to the bathroom and, and I guess checks herself and whatnot. And, and then the, like after a while, she like comes out of the bathroom and she's like, oh my God, I'm like so sorry. Like, oh, MG, like <laughs> so sorry. I, just, I had no idea. I'm like, and part of me is like, bullshit. You had no fucking idea. You were close, but um I'm not a bloodhound. Like, that's not for me. I, um, yeah, you're not trying to get your red wings yet. Yeah. <laughs> so she she's, like, apologizing, apologizing profusely, like, gets her shit, gets dressed, um, and, and she leaves. I'm like, it's fine. It's okay. I don't freak out on her. I kind of just go, like, it's fine. It's okay. Because, again, like, a little on the docile side. And so I was just like, it's fine. Well, gosh, I, poor I, thing is probably so embarrassed. In, in, it, she's probably embarrassed, but in my head, I'm fucking traumatized. It's like... <laughs> This is only the second vagina I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, so I went to the bathroom and, and like collected myself after she left. And I've got like my, my, my palms on like the big marble sink. And I look up in the mirror, just like breathing, breathe, Billy. It's okay. It's fine. And I notice uh, I had like a little red badge of courage on my chin. <laughs> and, uh, and then I told. Cody when he got back from like his fuck session and he's like dude man I'm like proud of you for like not killing yourself or something granted we're like 16 17 he says that but yeah it's uh that was a trauma so thank god you came along because (laughs) totally made up for my traumatizing experience well that's good I'm glad I could do that (laughs) thank thank you for that uh and then when we were dancing we so we were on like that cruise ship thing dancing oh yeah getting super sweaty yeah and but we literally bumped into her (coughs) oh I forgot about that yeah oh because in the days leading up to that afterwards she kept texting me be like hey do you want to like get together again and I was like and, and I kept saying no but again in my head I'm thinking listen I want to say bitch. I'm, I'm not going to, but I want to. Uh, I'm saying uh, this is how this works. You don't talk to me again, and you hope I don't tell anyone else on this trip that that happened so you still have, like, a chance of, of getting some. So we bump into her at the at the dance. She's dancing with a guy, and I'm just like, he has no fucking idea what he's getting involved in right, right. now. Right, like, he's, he doesn't – because she's still bleeding at that point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like you're not getting any game. Second oh, no, base, that, buddy. That, no, that's the thing. Like, he'll probably get the game. 
because uh, we've we've seen that she is game for it. Oh yes, this is true. She, well, she wasn't aware though. I don't know. I, I mean, how? I'll I'll expose my ignorance. Like how on time is that type of thing? I mean, it depends. So like at. Uh, if you're if like she was on birth control or something like that, it's anywhere two to three days after you're you start taking your placebo uh-huh. pills, you know, like the sugar pills that makes you go like, oh, like I'm going to start bleeding. And then if you are not on birth control, like it's usually around the same time, but you don't know an exact day. It's not like, hey, every 28 days you're going to start right. bleeding again. Okay. So it's like it's unpredictable. And it usually happens. I feel I've had a few embarrassing moments where I started bleeding during sex, like whenever I started my cycle. And thankfully, nobody has ever really cared. But also, mm-hmm. this has happened in my adult life where it's like, eh, period sex is not that weird anymore. Like, I just, <laughs> we're just going to fuck. Right, so, right. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, it's way different though, like if you're going down on a chick. So, I th- well, in I my opinion, I would at never least, have somebody yeah. go down on me while I'm on my period. Like that's gross. Yeah, that's that's not gonna happen. Like if a dick bled once a month, I feel like you you girls would never I put that anywhere near your mouth. I wouldn't be anywhere near you if your dick bled once a month. <laughs> like that's not supposed to happen. You need to go to a doctor. We we need to get that checked out. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. So that was that was weird. But you were um way more fun and not bleeding so that's always preferable yeah. um, i felt like we were really rushed because i think I, I we left that yeah night, we were leaving the we? next the next in the morning yeah. we had to wake up early be packed and like and whatever so we were just done dancing for whatever many hours and then we had to kind of have a rushed time but yeah know. it's like here so we're gonna have this amazing so at the end of the program what the dance that billy and i are, are referring to is like at the end of this awesome week you know, they're like, oh, we'll, go, we'll put you on a cruise ship, we'll feed you dinner, we'll have you dance, but no purpling, no boy and gr- boys and girls dancing together. Well, no, they were, like, they were like, fine with the dancing, they just didn't want anyone like finger banging on the dance But floor. essentially we all were. I mean, I think that's the first and only time in my life that ever grinded, because I was like, oh, that's how people dance. Was that your first that time, time too? Because like that was definitely an early situation for me as well. Exactly. Like <laughs> I, again, not that I'm a prude, it's just like I, I, that's not how I like to dance, right. not how I ever like to dance. But I was like, well, you know, I am in, I am on the other side of the country. I can do this. So yeah. I, we did and we did all night. So. Yeah. I think that's the first time I've like grabbed someone's ass. Like it was oh, a, yeah. there was a lot of firsts for me on that trip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Proud was, of you. It was a my <laughs> sexual budding. That's uh, if, if. Uh, but yeah. So that was that was a thing. Um, one thing I remember though is also with you. Like I, I got nervous. Like maybe like five minutes into the blowjob, that I got like, oh my god, is this supposed to happen? I, I stopped you, and I did oh, the yeah. same. I did the same thing where I was like, okay, you lie back because whatever. I. It's, and um, but is that weird for you if like a guy doesn't come like for some reason? I mean, now that you're an adult person and have more experience. Yeah, even even as even when I was younger though in high school, it never was a bother for me. It's not something that I ever aimed for because I actually I actually didn't have my first orgasm until I was 18 years old. I, so I lost my virginity. That's was, earlier than a lot of women I know. Uh, yeah, apparently so. Or maybe I was 19. I was in college. It was. Mm. Christmas Eve, actually, freshman year of this college. This solo with a fella? A uh, solo. I used a vibrator for the first time. Merry fucking Christmas, Yeah, right? dude. I was so excited. I did four <laughs> more times after that. I was like, yes, this is great. <laughs> this is why being a woman is so amazing. But, 
But no, um, it, it's never been a concern, and I think I've always been very open with my sexuality, and then also um, I never wanted somebody to feel like a partner to feel lesser because they didn't come. It's like, it's also about the experience that you share with one another. Like we, dude, we just got naked together. Like, yeah. How awesome is like, that? Like That's great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, I feel like that's pretty common with younger guys. Cause I've always, I've always have dated older. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I've always, I've always dated older guys. Okay. And so they were always the more experienced ones, but whenever I have been with, uh, a younger guy or somebody my age, I always wanted to make sure that I wasn't like making them self-conscious or they would get nervous and then everything would evolved, end. That's a very mature attitude to have uh, at, at that age range. Yeah, I, feel I don't like. know. I don't know. I just like, I, I'm constantly embarrassed for myself and deal with so much anxiety. I'm like, I don't want this person to deal with this either. So well, what are you anxious about? Oh gosh. Like, like, like I said, whenever you spend, whenever you spend an entire lifetime of people calling you like, a loser or like a nerd or something oh, like that. Like, this. yeah, because like I, uh, like I said, like I've always been like a nerd girl. Or, yeah, but like, you're like cute outside. nerd girl. You're not at all close to like when you picture nerd. No, you, we don't paint this picture. Yeah, but also at the same time, like people, whenever we're all kids, we're not we're not uh, aware of the hot nerd girl yet. Like I right. think the hot nerd girl is something that's been created by like. Uh, Xbox 360 and like our current like video game culture. Like I think the hot nerd girl has been is this like stereotype that has been created because it does exist. I yeah. mean, we do exist out there. Because when they're not like threatening the raper on Xbox 360, they totally <laughs> want to have sex with their hashtag right. gamergate. <laughs> do you have a but, position on the whole gamergate thing? I What's gamergate? Oh, okay. I yeah, know no. nothing on it either. It's uh Oh, well then. It's basically it's basically the all I know is is that there's just like there's this woman who there people are trying to make some more games that feature um, like female centric like characters or like games that where like the woman's the hero or where like women aren't just like there to be objectified so or saved right okay. so maybe some I mean let's call them feminist games but I I don't want to call it that but basically they want like more things that are more diversity in the video game world. Yeah, right? we don't want like a uh, Laura Croft. We want more so of like a Claire Redfield. Whoa, whoever, video game reference. Whoever the fuck that yeah. is. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, not that Lara Croft bad, just having more diversity. So not just in the same way with porn, like that Gonzo porn isn't necessarily bad. It's only bad if that's the only porn out there. So they're saying they just want more diversity. So there's this one woman who's been making like a lot of games like that with her company, and just men have freaked out. Certain men have freaked out that women get to be the the main character of a video game, and so they've been like threatening like rape and killer on Twitter and oh, shit God. like that. It's been like really bad, and so there's, so there's this huge community of like video gaming dudes in their mom's basement who are like angry about women wanting representation, even though they represent about half of all video game consumers. Yeah, now. exactly. Like, so, oh, that's awful. That's. I should look into that. Yeah, I was, I was. Yeah, oh, that's definitely something with my speed. I yeah. don't know. I like between uh, between so much that's going on between like you know whenever you get older and you're like oh gosh you just get consumed with work and then also like oh I'm trying to have some kind of social life like you lose any concept of like trying to keep, I felt like I lost like concept of like trying to keep up with any news now and it's awful uh -huh. so yeah. <laughs> I only keep up with like anything like sex, dating, and gender. Uh, Ebola, I don't entirely understand it, but I, I, I understand there's like some sort of rape writer in Michigan. So, 
Oh, God. Yeah. There's a, Go to Michigan. That's my home state. That's your home state? Are you <laughs> yeah. from Michigan? Yeah. So uh, I was born in Michigan. My family moved us out to uh, north of Pittsburgh when I was like eight or nine. So that's okay. why I say Pittsburgh is my, right, you right. know, it's my adopted city. You know, I, I grew up here. I became who I am here. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. I'm surprised you didn't know about the game. I was hoping you would because I, I like it when I can present a topic I don't know a lot about and then let them talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy exposing my ignorance yeah. uh, from time to time. <laughs> yeah, it's fine with me, but um, I don't know how we got to that. Oh, um, Hot Nerd Girl. Oh, new, uh, new, yeah, a we new construct. Yeah. yeah. So you were getting bullied and, and teased and shit for being like, gamer girl and then i guess so i mean it was just weird for somebody to be like oh yeah i'm just really into playing games or watching anime or reading comics or mm-hmm. something like that it was just not the norm for for most and i was already i've always been like a tomboy my entire life like i want to play football with the boys but okay. the boys didn't want a girl to play because she was obviously the weaker uh team player so it's like oh well we don't want to throw the ball so it's like oh i'm left out but then what are the girls doing like they're gossiping and talking shit on one another mm-hmm. so and then that just goes into, well, I can't play football with the boys and I don't want to talk to the girls because they're not that great. So I'll just like play video games. And then it, that just kind of like continues. And that's just not seen as a, it, at least whenever I was growing up, it wasn't seen as a normal thing. Mm. And then, yeah. So, yeah, like heavily bullied for most, most of my time. But like I said, whenever I became like, 16 or 17, whenever I could drive, I just started like escaping the city. Um, then when just, you were like, like off with people. cosplaying or just in general? Yeah. So like, uh, Oh, I guess that is a I, good segue. Yeah, so. I, I was going to go into, that. I was going to ask with this whole, we'll get into the cosplay. Cause I definitely had that written down. I mean, when I think Amanda, I think, you know, awesome fucking outfits where she, yeah. Um, <laughs> more, more compliments to Amanda's way. Uh, that I'm withholding. Uh, no, but it's, Yes. With with like the gamer type thing and being like a nerd girl, like when do you kind of discover your own sexuality and when is that like a, a thing you're able to kind of explore or have other people recognize? Yeah, so I guess I this is this is good. I haven't I haven't really thought all this oh. out. So whenever whenever so whenever I was like into playing video games, it was really tough to find your own community and there were like maybe two or three other girls who were like me and we just instantly bonded, would hang out together all the time. We found out that there were conventions where it's like, oh, you can go to this place where there will be thousands of other people who are into the same things as you, and then also you get to dress up. It's like Halloween for a weekend with everybody who likes the same things as you. So I remember I went to my first anime convention uh, when I was 14 years old, and that's actually where I, lo- I met the guy who took my virginity. Okay. And uh, also, that's whenever I started realizing, oh, people think I'm attractive and hot. Wow. Like, that's cool. So, um, yeah, uh, from being just like this meek little nerdy girl who nobody really liked, I went to a place with a bunch of my peers, and they're like, Mm. oh, no, you're cool. And that felt really good to be, like, validated for the first time. And uh, and then also having male attention was really great to have. Always. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I guess that's where the progression was because a lot of the guys that I saw for most of high school were actually folks that I met from anime or video game conventions mm-hmm. just because it was easy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how old was the, the dude that you, you lost to? Oh, God. Well... <laughs> 
Just like imagine you're aiming at. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, uh, well, that's the weird story. So I, I was 14 when I met I met this guy, and this is why I call him a scumbag. Is because he was 23 at that yeah, time. Yeah, that's not legal. That's like totally not legal. Totally not legal. No. And it's. Uh, but again, like male attention was really great. And then I remember we actually started talking again when I was like 15 or something like that. And, and then I, I, I remember we met up and I, it, things progressed from like making out and then it led to sex. And I actually ended up hanging out with this guy for maybe like two or three months. But he was terrible, like manipulative and really just did horrible things to like my psyche mm-hmm. and myself. So it, from then it's like, Oh, well, I that. This is where anxiety okay. comes from. Yeah. But like, yeah, we, uh, yeah, that guy's terrible. That's, that's all I got to say. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah. But I mean, like I, I come from the, you know, I, I, I feel the same way just, from the other angle of like I got bullied and teased for being socially awkward and mm-hmm. chubby and fat and when I wasn't even fat and, and all that stuff. But then I go to a place like people to people and and I'm getting female attention. Um, the male attention didn't come till I moved to New York and <laughs> hang out in the West Village a bit. Then there's occasional male attention. Um, but I you know, I got female attention and people thought I was fun or cool or funny and it's weird to like have to try to force yourself to see what everyone else sees, right? Because like you're like uh, that's kind of odd. Even today, and it's way less so today. But there's always a momentary thing when like someone new like like fucks me. I'm just like, oh, this person wants to sleep with me. Isn't that stupid? Like that's so silly, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, but it's 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 definitely a, like a hard switch to make. Yeah, and it's not just that. It's like once you get that attention. It's like you also have to learn how to field it, you know, or at least in to in not my, like let everything that likes you in. Right, exactly, and I think that's a hard lesson to learn. As I mean, for me, it was definitely a hard lesson for me to learn as a young woman because I felt like, and something I still struggle with. I don't know. I feel like it's a normal thing where you uh, are constantly like meeting the the wrong guy or the bad guy. He's just being a jerk to you or something like that. And I don't want to talk shit about your exes, but like over <laughs> the last eight years. There have been some guys I may or may not have thought that about. Yeah, yeah. Now there's definitely been a lot of a lot of uh, bad suitors in the day, but, um, but uh, I guess that's what I've been trying to work on myself. Uh, is I I've been single now for about a year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and I think it's the longest I've ever been single mm-hmm. as well, and it. It's been helpful because I felt like in the past, whenever I, whenever I was talking about like, oh, it's nice to get male attention, but you have to feel it. It's like I always went from like one relationship to the next. And then I would just like stay in it. Be like, well, let's see how this goes <laughs> on. And oh, wait, I'm so unhappy. And <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> yeah. So I guess this past, uh, this past year has been really about like just kind, kind of enjoying myself and also not not trying to fall for the wrong guy <laughs> again because okay. it becomes very tiring after doing that for almost a decade yeah so. yeah and how's that going for you oh it sucks <laughs> it's, uh, really difficult oh yeah yeah <laughs> every guy every guy you fuck it's like i think this one's the one it's 
no, no. Uh, wrong yeah. again yeah it's it's awful <laughs> like uh so there have been like four four main guys in this past year that i was like maybe like you you could be like a boyfriend maybe right. and then it's like oh no this one is like dealing with drinking problems and riddling anxiety. Oh, right. this one has, is confused about his sexuality in general. <laughs> I remember we were at a bar and like the sex was great. Like, don't get me wrong, but we were at a bar and we we're talking, hanging out. And then suddenly a guy comes in and just makes out with this dude that I've been baning. For Wait, what? Yeah. What? Like yeah, right in front of me, like, not right asking? No, was no, he no. Try- Wait, so, but he's never said like, hey, I'm bisexual. It was just like. Oh, no, a- it's something we knew. Like we've been friends for maybe like two years before this time. Okay, so point. you knew he was bi, but it's just, <laughs> so now it's just a little inconsiderate to do right I, I didn't even you. know that. I like, I knew that he, he, he would talk about men and stuff. I've never seen him right. like be. <clears throat> around a dude or anything like that. He's never dated a guy while we've been friends. He's mostly been with women. But yeah, like being at a bar with him, like, uh, you know, we're totally going to bang later tonight. And I'm like, oh, wait, this guy just like came over and grabbed this, my, my dude's dick <laughs> and made out with him. So <laughs> now, now what's now I know people who are on both sides of this. So for some, I, I know women who, um, that's like a total turn off for them. They're like, wow like super even if it's not just because it's a guy and a guy but sometimes it's just because like well like excuse me like we're out right now and whatever and i know some women though who like that's a super like panty wetter right there oh yeah like where are you in that range um it's definitely not something that would like turn me on that's not something that i look for in a partner but i also wasn't offended i was just like what and then i was like well i was trying to imagine well if it was a girl i'd be really pissed off mm-hmm. so i should like treat it like that right because of the like or not maybe not even no i agree off, i'm like, again i'm just is, such a an evolved uh view on things I, yeah I, <laughs> no i again i guess in the same way like i don't want to embarrass the guy because he gets nervous during sex like at the same time i was like oh well he didn't really have control over the situation because the guy actually came up to him without notice and made out with him and then just walked away so it's not wait, like wait wait it was like okay we have cups so you're yeah, the coca-cola okay. yeah your guy's the water <laughs> no here because he has no uh foundation in sexuality apparently <laughs> yet. uh guy walks over immediately grabs dick makes out walks away exactly that's exactly what happened and then you pour the and coca-cola then pour the coca-cola yeah. into uh, the should be the other way around but i feel like you might you've been a little bit more on the aggressive side um <laughs> wow that's uh yeah, that's so, a thing so like that just total stranger uh yeah well to me yes. to you to oh. me, total stranger to me but not to not to uh the guy i was seeing at the time though the guy was like oh yeah that's the thing that i never mentioned every time i go to this bar in pittsburgh brillo box we always just end up meeting each other and he always just makes out with me. It's weird. And I was like, oh. It's like a quirky thing we yeah, do. Yeah, it's like this, it's this joke that we <laughs> yeah. have between one another. Yeah, every Friday night, like I do Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> on Saturdays at Brill Box, like we make out, like whatever. Who doesn't? No big deal. Come on. <laughs> and yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here like, well, where's Brillo Box? No. Uh. <laughs> Up the street, actually. But, um, but no, and then what was the, uh, the other one was actually too nice of a guy for me. Uh, uh-huh. uh and then the the fourth guy was actually perfect. He's like everything I ever looked for in a partner. And but. was like, but he just got out of a very serious four year relationship, and he like, this is actually my most recent thing. He actually decided to uh, pump the brakes. Like, did not talk to me like solid for like a mm-hmm. week. We finally got coffee. Actually, three days ago, I was like, okay. come on, dude. <laughs> like. 
I'm not trying to push anything here. You were the one who was like, I love you. I'm going to make you dinner. Like, right. come to my house all the time. Well, what about casual sex? Like, do you like just like having a... a like, I'm really just bad like at good casual fuck? I'm really bad at casual sex. What do you mean like bad? Like, are you bad at the sex part? Or are you bad at the oh, I'm casual great at the, part? I'm great at the sex part. It's the casual part. <laughs> I love, <laughs> That's I love like, the confidence. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I am great in bed. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Uh, you know, but... Um, but no, like the, the whole casual, like I, it's, it's funny because like in Pittsburgh, the dating pool is so small, like, Mm -hmm. um, where you're now at a point where I feel like all of my sex over the past year has been casual sex Mm -hmm. because, um, all of my, because it's like, you have to be friends with this person if things don't work uh-huh. out. You know, like you're kind of forced into that situation. You can't just. If you were in a bigger ways. anonymous pool, like if you were in New York City, like you, you think you could like probably handle that more because you you might never have to see that person again. Right, right. right. But also, I don't think I can do that because it's just like not. It's mm-hmm. not in my makeup. Like I would hate it if somebody did that to me. Right. So I, I don't want to. Do what that do you to mean? Did else. did what to? Like the the whole just like let's just fuck for a night. Like I'm right. not into that. I guess like I want I want there to be some more meaning right. to it. I want there to be a follow up. Okay. I want there to be coffee later that week or something like that. So, but I guess that's my the romantic in me. I feel you. Yeah. That's why I don't do one night stands anymore. I I want like a two night stand because I was like you, I want you to like come back and do it again if if it was good. I don't want uh, I don't want yeah. like to be one time and then I'm into it but then you're gone for forever right like that i definitely have had one night stands but it would always be like whoa we were really really drunk and we uh, probably shouldn't have done that but we did it and we're it's gonna be okay like okay yeah so like that's that i guess that's the extent of my casual sex i guess i did more of that when i was like younger but it was also not satisfying so that's what probably why that's not something that i seek to do mm-hmm. okay fair mm. enough I guess so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. So uh, where did we go? We went. I don't know. Summer camp romances to Gamergate to being self-conscious, bloody vaginas, and 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 casual fucks. Casual um, fucks. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy times of Amanda. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. We also just haven't talked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh. I feel like that's why we're so scatterbrained right now. A little or bit. this is just like how most of our conversations are. Or that, I guess that's how I don't, I don't even, most of I, my conversations are like this anyway. Well, I don't even remember like how we met like at, at People to People. Like was it? Yeah, I was actually trying to think that too. The closest guess I could have is that we might have been flirting on the line outside of the cruise ship. And that's my only Yes. I, because I was trying to think, did we come across each other at Santa Monica Pier? I know, like, like when I met you was like, we met that day, I'm pretty sure. I don't think we were ever like talking before that. No. I think. All I know is like, ooh, pretty and talking to me. Like, let's stay over here. Bye, all my friends. Uh, important things. <laughs> That's definitely what happened when we were in line for the boat. That's when we started talking. I totally ditched my group. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I'm not. I'm not leaving this one. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's cool to just see where you're at now. I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm, I, 
might sound weird, but like I definitely have like thought of you from time to time over the years because you were, you were like, look, you just look like cute, nice chick, like cool, pretty, but also probably nice. And I run into a lot of girls who are like cute and and pretty and and cool, but they're never nice to me. <laughs> uh, they all they all just use me and. And and all that shit. Um, not you. It's just mutual understanding. But I, though, right. you know, I think I explained to you uh, before. I might have was that part of the point of the show. What how it came about was that like uh, no woman will will date me. They'll only fuck me. Uh, they <laughs> anytime I get fifis, they're like, no, this is just gonna be sex. Now get back to bed. And I'll be like, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. So I, I feel like you were someone who I would check in with and be like, well, you know, maybe Amanda's gonna move to New York. And, <laughs> And she'll be like a nice person to me, because <laughs> like you look like a girlfriend. You look, you dress, you look, you act like you can be like the cool girlfriend. He's definitely not the girlfriend. No, the, he's not the boyfriend the, either. <laughs> he can't be anyone. That's, I don't know. Maybe he's one of the bad suitors from the past. <laughs> no. Amanda, come out! I changed. I swear. Oh, he does God. have a boombox, but he's holding up an iPhone. It's like, oh God, he found me. <laughs> <laughs> Crap! Run away. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. We, we've, we've talked some things about love. I mean, I guess what your goal is, is some love and boyfriend who takes care of the dog, like when you're at work and that all those help. cute, cuddly things. Yeah. The crisis dog. Someone who will teach you like how to hold a microphone without waving it. Yeah, well, I love, I'm really well, I love, bad at this. Well, no, 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 no. You're fantastic at the talking. It's just fun watching you hold a microphone because either, either you're wiggling it mm-hmm. or what you also do is you like, will look this way. But like be not talking to the mic, so it'll be kind of like like look this I don't know. You've been like kinda of like this the yeah. whole time, but like almost talking that way. So you never actually talk into the <laughs> mic. Which is just fun for me to watch because yeah. I can hear you, so it it works, but Yeah, like I said, I I don't think I've ever held a mic before. So it's Well it's welcome. Different. Yeah. You always want to aim in. Yeah, I guess so. That that's what gets the sound out. Yeah, generally how it works. Out or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think the only other thing I was going to ask was about, um, well, okay, well, let, let's, let's go with this. Uh, let's end with this. Uh, have you, do you feel like you've been in love? Like you've definitely been in love or retrospect were these like things you wanted to call love? Like you've kind of forced that word onto it. Oh, um, you know what? I, I think I've been in like some stage of love, you know, like I think, I think to be totally in love, you have to be vulnerable to allow yourself to be vulnerable and um i i'm really bad at that it's really being vulnerable or, or being, get, being totally vulnerable or trusting of another person really because like yeah. our, i mean granted it was one night but like we were pretty um chatty and sharing and all that stuff even after um people to people like there's definitely like opening up and and all that jazz and telling me about shitty dudes from when you're 15 who were right um, questionable <laughs> criminals uh so I, I never got that vibe from you that was the other thing the way i guess i i've held you in my image over the years was that you were also another person who's just like open and honest and all that jazz yeah i you know what i always said i would i've been talking about this a lot actually because um actually again this has been like a week of getting coffee with people between getting 
uh, or with exes anyway, between mm. like the guy that I really liked and then the guy. I also got coffee with the guy who was just too nice. Who <laughs> was just too nice, and just in the end, I decided <laughs> we weren't meant to be. Like okay. he's just not what I wanted out of a a long lasting partner. But um, I, it's. I'm always open and honest. Like you can ask me any question, and I'll probably answer. I'm totally content with people knowing. Like I'm very comfortable with myself. But also at the same time, um, it's I always feel like people are going to let me down in the mm-hmm. end, you know. So it's um, it's it's tough to get over that. So like my my last relationship, I, my last very very serious relationship, uh, he my uh, my ex and I were together for like three and a half years, you know. Got a house together. Um, and I, I loved him. He was perfect with my family. I was perfect with his, like, yeah, I can only imagine where we would be today. But, um, but yeah, I, I loved him. We supported each other a lot. And I, I actually, um, sabotaged the relationship. I, because I was scared that I'm only, at the time I was 23, I was like, I'm only 23. I can't be getting married or you know this i can't this can't be the rest of my life like i got scared mm-hmm. you know and um it was a very immature thing maybe it was like the right thing to do when i was 23 what did you do you like cheated to sabotage or yeah okay. like i well it, it it didn't turn to that so what happened was i actually um i so I, as i mentioned before i work in the restaurant industry and i was working at this restaurant where we would go out every night after work mm-hmm. my my we, I was just getting drunk every single night. Like, I was in school at the time. I was hanging out with people who were my own age. We were a very attractive crew. God, we were all, we were all so good looking, you know? It was awesome. Like, so humble, guys. <laughs> I know. Like, dude, Pittsburgh has a lot of attractive people. I feel like but... there were some people who were like, I was really liking Amanda. And then she all of a sudden was like, yeah, I'm just so hot. Like, what's... <laughs> no, I'm talking about the restaurant in general, okay? Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm confident with my looks, but whoa. Like, we, were, we always joked, joked about how we were the most attractive staff in Pittsburgh. But, um, yeah, no, I was just hanging out with them. It was great to, like, be with friends that weren't my boyfriend's friends, you know, and that, like, to do all the same things as me. But, yeah, we, um, I was just getting sick. He was working a nine-to-five job. He just got out of school as well. And he, um, we just had opposite schedules. He wanted me to be home and in bed by 10 o'clock. I was just getting out of work at 10 o'clock. So it's like I get... It was just, we changed a lot as people. So instead of me being an adult and talking through things with him, I ended up just getting drunk and cheated on him and Mm -hmm. then destroyed a really great relationship. So you think that was going to be something you would have wanted to keep doing or would you have just rather ended it in a more mature fashion? Um, I feel like (gasps) I wish we talked about it. I wish that I worked harder. I didn't want to work for it, you know, Mm -hmm. and... That's something that now I, I recognize about myself. Like I, and I'm sometimes a child in that in that way where I don't want to talk about things. I just self sabotage or just like ignore something for as long as possible. Um, but but now I that now I'm trying to work on talking about things or confronting the issue or let's cut around the bullshit. Like communication, I don't, yeah, yeah. communication is really important. That's what I learned and. You know, since since my ex and I broke up and went, parted ways, uh, it's it's 
been a really tough year. I moved three times. Like he, he kept the house uh, before we broke up. We, we got a dog together. So mm-hmm. he got the house. I got the dog. <laughs> um, and, uh, moved three times in one year, uh, finally have my own place and have a great job and, and finally stable. And he and I have actually gotten coffee, uh, plenty of times. You get a lot of coffee. <laughs> that's all there is to do. Okay. Well, also, it's a safe place, you know? It's a safe place to talk. But, yeah, we, we always try to meet up every three months and just talk and catch up. Because in the end, we knew each other best, you know? Right. And we still do. I still feel like he's one of the people who, who knows me better than anyone. Think and you guys might get back together? I don't know. Probably not. Would you want to? Ugh, that's something that I was debating about, but mm. I, don't, I don't think so. I think, a lo- I think I did a lot of bad things, and he did a lot of bad things, like throwing glasses in the street he did and then uh it's we're just or uh, sounds like my parents you guys could make it for 27 years and then you stop but you have like a really (laughs) great like 11 years and then an iffy 16 oh yeah i'm just throwing it out i know like (laughs) you know like i it's easy to think about the good things but uh yeah we just i think we just push things way so far that to make sure that we wouldn't get back together. But yeah, we, uh, I was proud of us the other, the other week, whenever we were talking, we worked through a lot. Okay. We're not, we're not throwing, we're not throwing things at one another. We're, we're friends. That's always good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. But yeah, I'd say that's, I'd say that was like the closest that I, that I got to feeling love. Mm -hmm. So, well, I hope we both find, find the love that we want. At me, some me point, too. that'd be nice. Oh well, I yeah. I love my dog, so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, good substitute for now. Yeah. Um, but Amanda is uh is is great catching up with you and fi- finally seeing you after all these uh these years. And yeah, it was great to see you too, I'm, Billy. I'm glad Thank you're you. doing you're doing well. Thanks. Okay. Um, say, say goodbye to everyone. Bye, everybody. <laughs> see you, folks. So uh, I hope you all enjoyed that one, right? She was pretty cool. She was pretty cool, right? Yeah. You know, she's definitely, um, she's not who I, it's not like, oh my God, she's not who I thought she was. No, she's like, she's gray and everything. And she's, you know, she's like an adult. She's a person. She's just not, she's not another kind of nervous high school student like we were back then. And I thought that was really cool to see. I think it also helped put her back on like reality's level in my mind. I was like, oh, she's like another scattered brain, like kind of anxious, kind of sometimes discombobulated person, just like we all are. And so that was probably healthy. <laughs> so no, it was great um, seeing her again and, and maybe see her again one day in the future uh, when paths do cross once again. Had a fantastic time. And as always, I hope you will all subscribe to the Man Horror Podcast, A Sex Positive Quest for Love, over on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Be subscribed, share the show, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating, leave whatever a thing pops up and tells you to leave. Unless it's your credit card number, then don't do that. Unless it's me asking for your credit card number because look at me. I could use, I need a new pair of shoes. I, everything has holes in them. Uh, <laughs> I also like to hear 
You know, as I said in the beginning, I love hearing your thoughts about the show, your comments, your queries, uh, your outrages. I love hearing them. You can email them to me at manhorpod at gmail.com. If you like to do so more publicly, or if you only wish to communicate within 140 characters, hit me up on Twitter at TheBillyPresida. Use the hashtag manhorpodcast so I know uh, how to find you. And I will always uh, be here uh, every Wednesday and the other six days of the week that you choose to listen to a podcast or that you download this. Giving you fun, interesting conversations. Next week's is a pretty, it's my favorite awkward meta episode. Where pretty much all we did was talk about doing the episode. I don't know. I don't know if you guys are going to like it. I loved doing it. So that's why I'm putting it out there. So tune in next week to hear Alice uh, and what went on there. But until next week, I hope you all have a fantastical one. Uh, And while you're doing it, don't forget, stay slutty. (laughs) 